going? Pretty good. Pretty. I'm awake. Yay. <laughs> Pretty good. Yay. <laughs> Wait, you overdid it, New Year's? Is that... Uh, well, actually, I was calling because as we were kind of discussing, I was watching the Packers and the Vikings. Oh, yeah. That was the uh, highlight of my, my yeah. night. Yeah, it was. I had to stay up late. You did? Yeah, for oh, the game. For it was game. Sunday oh, well, night. Yeah, wait, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday night, even though it was New Year's Eve. I, well, I, kickoff was past your bedtime, wasn't I, it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was, but oh, okay. I, I didn't. I, I waited till the uh, last play of the game, then I checked out. <laughs> Good for you. No, that's, that's what I do. I didn't go anywhere, didn't do anything. Perfect. Was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> it's the way it is every year. That's <laughs> what happens when you get past, what, 25? Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah. So I, Which was just like three years ago for me, of course. So for, for you, yeah. yeah. I got a I got a couple of decades into this. Don't let so. the grays my beard fool anybody. <laughs> oh, gosh, well we can't let him take over now, can we, Mayor? Please not. <laughs> <laughs> I had some Welch's sparkling grape juice, so that was how I rang it in, and go. I think I was asleep before eleven. 10.50, I think is what I got. Wow. <laughs> We're good. party animals here. Yeah. WSDR. absolutely. <laughs> Well, uh, did uh, in in uh, mayor capacity, did you have to make a New Year's proclamation, or you just let it fall into place? I I just I guess let the ball drop without me. Oh, <laughs> you dropped the ball. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. We should have a big uh, ball drop next year. We could um, get a hold of Franz. Uh, have a big ball bearing drop or something. Maybe. Yeah, like do a big New Year's blast, like. You know, you can be Di- you can be Dick Clark, Look, and no, no, I can't be. Look at him; he's just all of a sudden he glazed over there. He's. You didn't hear the hamster. <laughs> wow. Well, um, yeah, he said it was going to be a bit lean today, but that's all right. Yeah, sorry. we're, we're so, playing a next New Year's, so right. Yeah, jump ahead. Sometimes planning takes that long. Well, you, you did have a uh, the first uh, council meeting of the year last night, but yeah, kind of lean in a closed door session. So, yeah, it was it was pretty quick. <laughs> it's that time of year where yeah, it's it's an awkward time because obviously a lot of people aren't in the office, whether it's oh, here or other holidays. people's offices. So it's really quiet around City Hall, which is kind of nice. It's a little break for everybody right. to mentally get to, I don't know, reset, I guess, for the next year. Uh, but yeah, so. Generally, not a whole lot going on because of the construction work. Well, actually, right about now is when we started the budget for next year uh, within the department to start assembling budgets and then mm. for the passage in April. So that's a long-term thing. And then we'll hopefully get uh, road projects kind of set up for this coming year. <laughs> Your in the next couple of months. Yeah, well, you know, it's in progress at some point. <laughs> uh, so we'll be working on that. And uh, we're actually in the process. We applied for a grant a year ago for Woodburn and Griswold. And uh, we were notified that we were... Didn't get it, but we were notified that we were a top project, so we we're going to go after it again this year, and we we're hoping that that should be a multi-million dollar grant if we can get it. Wow. So that we're looking at putting that project off for a year in hopes that we get the money for that because that just means millions more that we can spend someplace else if we can get that. So that's our, our big plan at this point, and then we're still, as always, the riverfront stuff and keeping moving forward with that. Yeah. So we've got hopefully in the next week or two I'll have – Time to figure out <laughs> to get the uh, uh, environmental people on board. We have to send out an RFP for that, and that'll be the next big thing for us. Wow! So, um, and then a closed session. As long as we're on that, not to hide anything. We were just, we were just talking about different properties around town that right. uh, we're hoping to uh, acquire at some point. And um, from a 
mostly residential perspective as far as dilapidated properties are sitting out there that need some attention and it's kind of unfortunate we get put in a situation that was kind of some of the conversation that was last night is we, we just we're stuck buying them because if we don't take care of them now they're going to become our problem one way or the other in five right. years so and um some of us have been around long enough unfortunately and <laughs> i don't say that anymore, but i mean unfortunately we've learned the lesson um over the years that you know you see these dilapidated properties and based on who the ownership is <laughs> you know what's going to happen and uh uh, people are just going to continue to let it sit, and there's going to, someone's going to pass away, unfortunately, at the end of the day, and then that property's going to still be in the same condition it was 10 years ago, and we're still going to end up doing the demo on the works. So either we can be a little bit more forward-thinking and take care of properties now and, and get a hold of them, and either before they get too far gone, have a chance to save them, or we get stuck waiting another 10, 20 years, and that property has been in junk condition ruining the neighborhood and we still end up with it 10 20 years later and dealing with it so it's so they become an environmental pest or fire danger what it's it's more of it it brings down anytime you've got a vacant property it's going to bring down the neighborhood because right. te people tend to without <laughs> listing the properties on, there's some high profile ones we were discussing last night that you know the, the neighbors are constantly complaining about it. there's holes in the roof there's raccoons in and out of it you know it, it's just there's busted windows and it's just it, nobody wants to live next to that i mean nobody reason i don't think anybody reasonable wants to live next to that and um i think it was a part of the discussion was last night is i think there's a expectation from most of our constituencies <laughs> that we do work to preserve our neighborhoods because nobody wants that in their neighborhood yeah. but uh some people have and Some people are comfortable with that, and they're okay with that. And we have a lot of properties as we go through that we were discussing last night. They're not in-town owners. Yeah. is a big issue. And it's, it's easy to live in the Chicago suburbs and not worry about what happens yeah. over here. And that's that's a huge problem for us, whether it's a vacant property or a rental property. They just – people – if we don't have rules, we don't enforce things, people take advantage of us. And there's only so many things we can enforce, and that became part of – the, the conversation drifted a little bit last night as far as what can we do on an enforcement level because uh, instead of having to take these properties or have to discuss us paying for it whatever it's it's what can we do to put a hammer down and make us kind of be the bad guy but you know and, and of course that <laughs> draws a whole other line of, of, of politics is when do you when is it, when is it too much from government versus when is it not enough and what, what does that line kind of look like but um yeah, if if we're not enforcing things and that you know, and then you got <laughs> then the fairness issue comes in. Why are you doing this one on this property, not this property? And we also have capacity issues. We're a city of fifteen thousand with a building department of four, <laughs> you know, plus four plus a secretary, and they've got other issues from new construction to uh, you know everything from yards to the houses themselves to uh, renovations and, and permitting and signs and all that stuff. And it's not. We have a lot of problem properties. We're an older community, of course, and uh, it just comes with the territory and try to stay ahead of it. And and, and there have been some properties where we have tried to work with developers and flippers to preserve the building. Um, we're not just like tear everything down. Um, you know, we're, I mean, there are properties that we are trying many uh, innovative ways to try and keep uh keep it standing especially properties that have good bones um you know and so there are things that we are trying to do whether it's uh changing and zoning or or whatever 
to be able to make it work um, and then working actively with different with either landlords or owners or developers to try and make something work so that it's not just a bunch of vacant lots right. that it's nobody wants exact, to build on. It's, it's, <laughs> so It's not as bad as a dilapidated home with having an empty lot every other house in the block isn't, isn't great for the aesthetics either, and we're, we're trying to avoid that because that goes back to it is if you do it in town, you do infill, and if every, if every house is worth $80,000, but in today's prices, it costs you 100000 to renovate. So you've, you've bought a, if you buy a $40,000 house, you put $100,000 in it to get it back up to speed. Then you've got your outsized for the neighborhood and, you know, the, the old cliche about uh, you buy the cheapest house in the block, not the most expensive one. And it, it just, it doesn't work sometimes. I'm trying to get brand new construction in the middle of a neighborhood that's got, you know, 100 years of history in it. That doesn't tend to work out all the time, and we sit on a lot of vacant lots that we would like to be able to sell, but it's, it's when you want to go build new, <laughs> you don't tend to want to build in a, the older part of the community. You want to go out to the, the borders or whatever else and out to even the rural part of the communities. I think one of the, uh, perhaps one of the new hindrances is uh, I think anything that has uh, to uh, go through a serious renovation or a new build, don't they have to have an e-port charging station now? I don't believe. Do they? Uh, Did I miss something? State of Illinois. New laws came out this year. Oh. That's what you should have That'll been be doing helpful. during the game. <laughs> yeah, I should. <laughs> That'll teach me. <laughs> well, let's scratch that question for now. Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling me out live. <laughs> well, uh, we can anything segue. Anything else you want to quiz me on? <laughs> I was like, we can segue into... One of the really good things that uh, Terry from our uh, our clerk uh, has started with our utility assistance program. Yes. Just this last year, um, they had just over $1,700 and some change that was donated. Um, she said she didn't have how many families that that had supported, um, but that was just this last year. And it is all year round. It's not just at Christmas time. Um but there are quite a few people that donate to that, and um, you can either just donate to like the fund, and that helps different families that are trying to um, keep up with their sewer bills, um, or you can say like, "I want this to go to this, you know, this person, this family." Um, and so it is a really good program. Um, something was it two years ago I she think, started it? Yeah, I think so. Um, so it's been it's been pretty successful um and that's something that i know in other communities they actually have their own uh utility systems and stuff like that um towards towards the east uh, that have more leeway on what they can do with fees and assistance programs i think this is something that since we don't have our own electric and water this is something that we can do um and we can offer um compared to other communities that are able to offer a little bit more because they have more control over their utilities. So um, if somebody feels they need some assistance, do they apply online or how do they how do they do that? I believe they would have to contact, uh, I don't know if it would be Monique or if it would be Terry, um, but they would have to contact the office um, and just kind of, there's there's a few people that they could probably talk to, but um, I know Monique could probably get them to, you know, she's right there right as you walk in. 
um, she could get them to wherever they need to go. I see he's still thinking. Yeah, I'm trying to figure. It's that time of year. I'm, I'm just <laughs> a lot of college football games, oh. college basketball games. <laughs> I, I suppose you watched all 43 bowl games. No, you didn't. Uh, I probably. I watched the Anybody clip who? of the three-point shy uh, from Iowa City. I saw that. Yeah, that was great last night. <laughs> I did not watch the game, but I saw the clip. <laughs> but if anybody didn't watch the Sugar Bowl, you missed a heck of an ending there. I'm just going to put that out there. I know you didn't because that was, that was – the game ended about the time you wake up, I think. Uh, no, I, I, um, I watched the Rose Bowl, man. That was yeah, it. yeah. That was it. See, you, you were wondering what we were going to talk about. And we, I just said, we'll th- entirely get off track here at some point. And <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> yeah, squirrel, squirrel show. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's see, um, you've been in office a full year now? Nope. Not yet. When, <laughs> when's that coming up? May 1st was when May, I got sworn in. May 1st. So. You got sworn in. Well, what do you think so far? She, How's it been so she far? said it felt like a full year. <laughs> it's We've been, we've been busy. Um, I can't speak for... You know, I can't speak for Skip as to how busy he was. Right. Um, you know, and I, it's been it's been a lot of fun and it's been exciting and just I'm just happy to be a part of it. Um, so I had that that part hasn't washed off yet. So <laughs> every day she walks in the office, she goes, "Is it a full moon?" <laughs> oh boy. So I, I feel like maybe I might be like a little bit of a lightning rod, or <laughs> it's like. Did, was this my fault? <laughs> Am I the reason why we have all these things going on? But um, it's really it's really fun to just kind of work with the city staff and do the different programs and stuff. Um, and um, we, I mean, our public works is now like uh, fully, stuff fully this staff, week. and um, they're yeah taking everything down. And I think they're going to go up and turn the light off of the Christmas tree up That's there. Sad that time. And it's a depressing so. time of year. I think it's dead, cold, rainy, not snowy yet. But also on that note, speaking of dead, uh, <laughs> your Christmas trees, if uh, you want to get those out to the curb, this is the week or next week. So get those drug out there and make sure all the ornamentation, all the tinsel. Does anybody still use tinsel? Uh, Did I just date myself? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. take, just take off all the ornamentation off your tree, all the lights, whatever else you put on there. Uh, and if you haven't, curb. it's probably very dry so mm. also make sure that that fire hazard is <laughs> not in your house so so um w- w- would you uh, would you say perhaps um the biggest story of 2023 of course was the uh huge fire that we had oh i was gonna say the mayoral election but okay uh, let's let's go there tom <laughs> okay i don't think i don't think that but, i was <laughs> this was but, the biggest but but have have we gotten closure on that uh oh uh, we don't uh strangely no um the atf had notified the police department that they were going to present some findings in december and then they postponed the meeting and have not rescheduled since so mm. um i it, it's amazing, and I it, I don't know. I hate to say it as the city official saying here, but maybe it's just that's the way government is. I don't know, unfortunately. But uh, for the number of people who descended upon that scene to do the investigation, right. which is amazing to have all out, outside help, why it's taken this long to mm-hmm. process what I would have thought was a relatively simple scene. I don't. Uh, I'm uh, sure no uh, fire scene simple. I don't want right. to simplify the whole thing sure, because sure. there's multiple options for causes of origin all that and then obviously 
uh, with a, a death that occurring and the injuries that occurred, it's there's a whole everything's got to be have your ducks in a row, I guess, to right. say before it goes to the legal process. And you know, that, you, know that you want to have a surefire. And that was that. Why did that come out? The, <sighs> it's the first. 2024 is going off the bang here. Um, you, you just want to have the case put together before you go because obviously there's a lot at stake um, legally uh, going forward. And I'm not inside. They, they've given us zero updates, so I, wow. it, it's hard to say what's all going on. But again, they had we had a, there were over a dozen people or experts brought into the right. community just to investigate this. But I guess it doesn't make things happen faster. Right. So um, you can't really do anything or make a decision on the property until you get all the final reports in? Uh, we're Part of that's been the insurance companies, um, and I think we're, we're close to the end on that. Uh, so we, we have investigated, because some of those parcels are too small to rebuild on legally because they're, they're, they don't meet the minimum square footage. And so putting them together would be beneficial. So we have, we have started the process of looking to acquire and uh, put those together but then uh, we communicate with some developers and what their thoughts were and going forward and one of the things was well make sure you've got a phase one environmental study done so we engaged in the phase one environmental mm -hmm. study and I thought <laughs> for a bunch of residential properties this should have been kind of an easy deal you didn't go far enough back <laughs> didn't go far enough back I, those, 19, bu 10. those buildings look pretty old <laughs> I thought they had kind of been that's just kind of what's always been in that block but it turned out Looking through the history, and if anybody's gone through Sanborn maps, they what, what you find when you pull up. But uh, there was a, there were two gas tanks on the map in 1910 that were there. So now you've got to investigate the soil, and then because of things that can migrate through the ground beneath, um, you've got there was a gas station across the street at one point, and then uh, of course you still have the dry cleaners just a block away, and another auto service center a block away, and because of the use of those properties and the chemicals that can be involved with it just because there's a chance stuff could be in the ground and then migrating through the ground towards those properties and nobody wants to have the legal ramifications of that if something happens down the road you have to go through and now we're talking about having a phase two environmental study done just which means more phase money. one is <laughs> yes <laughs> it does mean more money phase one is kind of like the doing the historical research uh, what was there before what could be there doing a visual study or visual uh, assessment um, the phase two is actually putting a drill in the ground and taking soil and you know, groundwater samples and so now we're stuck doing the phase two study and that just prolongs the the effort here but wow the cost of doing business i guess mm. so well Another twelve to fifteen thousand dollars was the estimate on that, and then cross our fingers we don't find anything. Because if they find anything, then you got to dig out the old bad soil and haul in new one. See, they they give me a media badge, and I start asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good questions. Yeah. Inquiring minds want to know. For those of us who didn't show up with an agenda today and we're kind of tamping well, this around. Well, yeah, that's see, yeah. So it's like okay, my head starts going. Clickety, see, they clickety, should clickety. give you a raise. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I got to timestamp that yeah. one. And <laughs> the mayor, mayor said. says, <laughs> I will play that back. In fact, I'll just put that on loop and walk away. <laughs> 2024. 2024, yep. So, um, yeah, well, uh, appreciate your time. And, well, thanks um, for hosting us, ho as ho always. Hopefully, uh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> 
Maybe next city council meeting, uh, get a little more rambunctious, and I don't know. Yeah, I think we got. Uh, can, can we not root for that? Because that generally doesn't go our way. <laughs> that one will be on Martin Luther King Day, correct? We don't push that one to Tuesday. Correct. Is it? Are they there already? Um, yeah, it's January. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is the fifteenth. Still living in twenty. I'm. I'm probably still going to sign something in twenty twenty three today. I'm sure of it. I'm sure you will. I mean, so because yeah, that day's one that we don't push to the Tuesday. Now I'm thinking I signed something yesterday, and I don't know if I put 24 in it. I think about it. <laughs> See, now he's going to fret about that till he looks at. Yeah. Give me that back. It was a digital signature too, so I probably, probably can't undo it. Oh boy. Anyway, well, well, happy New Year. Yes, happy New Year to you too. Th thanks for the uh, report and the yeah, update. It should be an uh, exciting one here. Honestly, yeah. I mean, we've got still we got progress and hopefully knock <laughs> on wood hopefully that, well first if anybody's got questions that's comed has been doing the boring well comed's contract has been doing the boring on locust street and hopefully they get out of there in the next few weeks god hopes god willing and then they'll do a temporary repair on second street for the junk that's there that they've created and then but in april knock on wood Second Street goes out for bid if all things go well. So we'll have a big project there for this year and some big improvements on the riverfront. Wall Street's about ready to be reopened as soon as ComEd's contractor gets out of the way. So that's kind of a cool thing. And mm -hmm. be big stuff happening this year. Yeah, we'll be we'll be even busier. <laughs> we'll be watching Yay. and listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back to work, huh? <laughs> Thank you again so much, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks. it. This is, thank you, Mayor Dana, City Manager Scott Schumer. This is 1240 AM, 93.1 FM.